Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. I've just been to the tip and I'm going back to the tip after this podcast. So beat that Tom, try and become more, we can't, you know, I want to be, don't want to be inappropriate about this, but try and be more alpha than I am because you can't. I can't, or even with the start mate, you went hello, didn't pronounce your H's. Hello, see? Hello. Yeah. I've dropped them. Yeah. Yep. I've dropped them mate. I've dropped them. Down with um, the kids mate. Do you know what I do now at the tip? You've got to book a slot down Bath Tip. Do you know yeah. what I do? Um, wear a roll vest. Up with my, I, wear, I roll up with my Henry VIII ham hock forearm sticking out the passenger window. I guess out the driver's window. Tool belt Giving on. it the Romford elbow. And I say, fella, look, I ain't got a slot, mate. But can you do me a favour just this once? And he says, go on, boy. Get in there, kid. He says, get in there. Go on, mate. We're quiet today. What's your name? quiet today. I'll do an Instagram post with you in it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to know Yobbo. Yobbo was down there for years. Stig, I remember. But, <laughs> Yobbo, you know when you, your, your wheelie bin ain't big enough when it ain't um they used to say when like a if a if a tool or a like a jackhammer or a stump grinder or a digger couldn't do the job they said it ain't man enough mate you need something bigger because it ain't man enough but we don't say that anymore but um when you when you're recycling bin your wheelie bin ain't ain't man enough it ain't big enough I I speak to me mate Yobbo. Yobbo's like, leave that with me, Dave. Season ticket holder Dan Arexi. And he'd arrive with an extra wheelie bin, so I always had two. When you put your black bins out, how'd you put them out? Did you put them out the night before? Oh, mate. Mate, it is... Since you brought it up, since you brought it up, um, I live in the city, as you know. You've been to my house. Yeah. And I we are not allowed wheelie bins. If we did, we'd have to wheel them through the house because that's how we live in the city. So we have black weatherproof bags that we have to put our bin bags into yeah now a couple of doors down like bottom of the street basically there is like a block of flats basically is what it is and they had big communal bins there mm. and guess where big papa used to put his bin bags every couple of days mm. taking guess out big... some taking out someone's space that is it mate mate guess where big daddy f train used to put his excuse me put his bin bags 
right? Spoke to the lads at the council. I said, lads, this is a nightmare. If you've got more than two bins a week, bin bags a week, not even big ones, it doesn't fit in the bag. Because you're not recycling enough, that's why. Oh, no, Tom, Tom, don't get me wrong. Flat out recycling. The bags are really small. All my food waste goes in the incinerator. All right? I Mm. said, lads, they said, stick it in there, mind. There's always a load of room in there. They got more than they need. And then the neighbour opposite um, complained they shouldn't have to look at bins Dopped from you their in. house and had them all had them all taken away. I only say that because half of Panath is bin day today and I drive up this morning to the gym, worked out, upper body weights, went yeah, quite okay. light because I've got La Manga tomorrow and I didn't want to injure yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, I was even, I cycled my little boy to school and I was cycling back oh, thinking, God. don't crash, don't crash. You know, I had senses like Spider-Man. <laughs> I just didn't. I, when my kids come back from school, they're not doing anything. They've got to stay in the house just in case they go out and they hurt themselves. I've got to take one to hospital and I don't know. Can't do anything. Um, but um, yeah, seagulls hammered all of the bins. Like yep. pe- people put black bin liners out in the night and they haven't. Ridiculous. They haven't gone and syncrated. They've got food in there. Seagulls, Ridiculous. cats, rats have hammered it. i got to. Um, wheelie bin so I put mine in the wheelie bin locked yep. up no one can get to it safe as houses yeah yeah but Pe- people who put their bin bags out with food in the night before ugh, what do they deserve they well, deserve a ruddy good education well they might be going somewhere early in the morning or they might not get up in time because yeah, if they're shift. going somewhere early in the morning yeah they're right. leaving you other people to one. clear it uh, up but I tell you one man who gets so aggravated and angry by Bubs. the bin men no, no, he's all right. Blum. No, no. Rainbird. Yep. Yep. Knew it. Especially Knew if, it, third guess. If they, if they pick up a bin and they've dropped a bit and they haven't swept it up, oh my God, he's taking photos and he's yep. tagging the council in. Tell Rainbird from me there's a new technique. Now, my technique is not going to surprise you. You're going to hate it. You are going to hate it. My next door neighbour who doesn't listen to this pod, I'd hope, I hope, is a really nice guy, older than us, Tommy, um, sort of our dad's sort of age. He lost it in a big way with the recycling guys when they didn't take his stuff because he had white bags, not black bags. They will not take white bags no matter what's in them. They won't take them. So you've got to have black bin bags or they will not take them, right? So anyway, they didn't take his stuff and he absolutely lost it. I was looking out the window like, this is amazing. I'm loving it. Get your phone out quick. So what doesn't work is complaining and having a go at these lads. Yeah. What works is wandering out and saying hello, right? A couple of weeks ago, my motorbike, um, I couldn't get my motorbike started. It turned out to be an embarrassing um, fault of my own. And I had two of the lads on the recycling thing with my little IT, uh, IKEA toolkit, which is all I've got, taking, um, having a look at the bike, about to take it apart. And I was like, maybe don't take it apart. Helping me for ages, got it started legends mate and they come around they're like all right dave and it's like literally i'll run out there with so much extra stuff you and it's like lads if i stick it in is that all right they're like yeah dave whack it in mate that's all right mate we'll take the lot mate nothing is left outside my house ever mm, hope you, tip you hate Christmas. it but nothing is ever left outside boy oh i got well not so much anymore but when the bin men came i used to have to lift my little boy up because he loves seeing the van this is during covid when he saw no one so that was like a highlight. It's a highlight of the week. Yeah, he he twitches now. He shivers when he sees people now. Mm. Anyway, I've been down the tip and I'm taking another load, mate. It's just taking another load later on. And 
it feels great. I've had a shower just for yeah, this because I really, really stank. Even though I'm going to the tip again, I smelled so bad that I had to shower between. Bells, it feels like you've cleansed yourself, doesn't it, when you go to the yep. tip. there's It's like when you finish mowing the lawn, you sort of, there's an element of pride in it. And yep. you think, right, got rid of that. Well done. I made some more room for some more junk. Yep. Mm. Oh, God. It was just, it felt great. And I blo- my car blocked this lady in. I mean, she could have got out. I said, you get out of there. She was really nice. I said, I said, I can't move it anymore, but I reckon you can get out. She said, I'll wait for you. Don't worry. So I said, I'll be really quick. And I saw two people I knew. And you know what I'm like, but I was good. I cut Mm. the conversations off real quick on the verge of being rude. Mm. But in the end, she she shook her head at me. Tell me, Dave, what do you get most satisfaction out of? Um, The drive away from the tip run after you've dumped all your junk or Mm. colonic irrigation? My colonic was booked for this Thursday, but I've got a meeting and I've had to cancel it for the second time. So I said, oh. look, I'll do it when I get back from holiday in the summer. Have you got, got a DIY refund. kit? I'll do it at home. Well, I'm going to just get towed behind a wakeboard again. I got a full enema last time I tried to get off that. <laughs> I was shitting seawater for about a week. It was literally like, oh no. In the end, it was like, you know when you, you obviously every now and again you shart and there's a risk if you fart. I took the risk. I just didn't think about it. I was just yeah. in a pub in Sulcombe, literally after we got in off the water, having a couple of pints because we were blooming lads, having a couple of nice coldies. And I basically had seawater pissing out of my bum through Fresh my shorts. Water. And, and through, yeah, it was. Right. And luckily it was clear because it went through the chair onto the floor. And I was like, mm. oh my God. I was like, lads, that has just come out of my rectum. As hola mio. Yeah, mm. straight up. I, went, I got fully irrigated. So I'm, but I want to do it again, just just for the weight loss, really. This podcast is great, I mean, because you'd struggle if you were looking for love, wouldn't you? When you were trying to find someone. Yeah. But you have. I'm not. You've got your, you've got your swan. Yep. And my, my swan, Tommy, has just delivered a coffee to me silently. Aww. You see, the thing is... No, mate, no I heard a noise. She's not ninja. Get out. Get out. Um... But I'm I'm just going to decline Michelle's uh, call. You know what she's like. Um, I'm that's my my swan isn't Michelle. Michelle's also ringing me. But the thing is, mate, there are some people who are just appealing to loads of people. Oh, he's the fittest guy ever. It's like, well done, mate. You're born like that. But there's no challenge. When there's a challenge, and genetically you haven't got what you know the classically attractive have all got, and you still find one person to love you, if not hundreds. Um. I feel like a bigger winner. <laughs> Good way to look at it. Thank you. It just cost you a lot more, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David, David. Um, what have you been up to this week? Uh, apart, oh from, apart from chatting to bin men. And Tom, do you want to know? Do you want to know? Yeah. All right. Um, well, no, as long as it's exciting. Week. I mean, I don't want to know if you've... When did we do a, a pod last week? All right, Tom, look, on Tuesday last week, I had all sorts of stuff going on. I had a tree, a, will, a goat willow from my garden taken down. I don't take down trees lightly, Tom. Okay, this isn't the stuff we, have, we want to hear about, a tree going down in your garden. Oh, anyway. Um, what, like a, I did, a, I filmed a, filmed a thing with, a, when did we do our pod last week? No, we haven't Wednesday. talked about this. I, go on, I saw it on um, your social media. I filmed film a link thing. with Topsy in the cabbage patch, the old blooming cabbage patch yep. in Twickenham. That was nice. Then I, Wednesday, I host I host some cycling days for HSBC. Don't laugh. 
I don't need the riding, otherwise I wouldn't be at the back end. But really cool, Andy Tennant and Sinead Reid, like Olympic legends and yeah. world champions, that sort of stuff. And it's chilled, nice day, and there was a barbecue, which is great. I did a barbarian shoot with for a, for a prime video with um, George Cruz, which was lovely. He's just an absolutely lovely man. We'll talk about him in a sec. Friday, I hosted a lunch on Piccadilly oh, uh, for Save boy. Our Paratroopers, which is actually which was wicked. It was very warm, but luckily everybody was sweating, so I was all right. It's like mm-hmm. being in the gym where you're allowed to sweat. Yeah. Um, Saturday Prem final, Sunday uh, England Barbarians, and today's a day off that has been. Absolute. Yesterday was a day off, been absolutely flat out, morning till night, and again today it's just all it is is uh, I did a I did a photo shoot yesterday with um, my mate Justin Little and uh, for Delaman Cognac, which is a basically a, a, a posh cognac, really nice, but it is literally a favour for a mate because he's lovely, and that was really nice because I got to have steak for lunch. Oh, I saw that's what I was, that's what I saw that that's when you had a yeah. bit of a camera crew set up in your outdoor kitchen. Yeah, and I had nice. um, I went to see my Shropolis yesterday and had my feet done pre-tour. So my feet are gorgeous. All right. There you go. What about you? Um, <laughs> Beat that, you bastard. I haven't. I've worked all week, mate. I've worked all week. And then I had a sneaky round of golf on the Thursday. Saturday, I went to Ireland and had to had to present... The URC yeah. final. And this is what I, this is what this pod is mainly about. Because I got there, I had to fly from Birmingham because I was coming back into Birmingham. Oh, I didn't have God. to in the end, but that's where the taxi was booked from. And Ross Harris was flying from Bristol. His flight was delayed. They said, "Shanks, you're going to have to open the show." And after part one, Ross is going to come in and finish it off. Great. And then as time got on and on. Um, about half hour before we went on air. Nope, he's not going to make it. We've told him to go home. You're going to have to do the whole show. It's like, oh, great. Now, just try and explain to people who understandably wouldn't know the difference between being a pundit and a TV presenter. Well, It's a bit like being uh, a rugby coach or a chef. Well, They're completely different jobs. I've done all my prep, so I knew what I wanted to talk about um, as in the Stormers' defence, the attack, um, the Bulls' attack. So, I was well, prepped. yeah, that's that's just any team, isn't it? Their yeah, defense so I was, or their attack. Yeah, well done, I, good prep. I was prepped for that. Well, you got I got my own analysis clips of how they attack and themes and where they're good. Um, um, so I had all that prep, but couldn't use it because I had to ask the questions and I had to throw to breaks. I had to throw to interviews and honestly, right myself. Stephen Ferris and Bob Skinstad, Louis um, Louis Ludic was brought in as well, a South African who's at yep. Ulster last minute. Um, we were near enough crying with laughter um, because I don't know what was coming out of my mouth, thrown to breaks or thrown yep. to interviews. And I had a director in my ear and they're, they're counting you down into breaks. Um, they're feeding you information about what to talk about and... I hadn't looked at the running order. I'd looked at my bits on the running order because you, you always get a running order for shows like this yep. and it's for the presenter, but I didn't really have time to to look over it. So no. just winged it, wung it. Uh, now, Jenny Drummond told me on Sunday that you were really good. I'd, was she being polite? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're always going to say that, aren't they? The, the guys yeah. at Premier Sports said the same. You were great. 
I was like, well, you're not going to tell me I'm shit, are you? Otherwise, you know, you're just going to... Yeah, because it isn't your fault. Yeah. Like... You're just going to break me. Do you do you think, you know, Ross Harris will not hear this, okay, because he's he's busy guy. Do you think there's a chance that he's lost his job now? Uh, well, he knows I'm coming up um, in his wings behind him and it's probably what spurred him on. So I think... I think it will only increase You're uh, having having competition in the squad. The Premier Sports squad is good because it drives people to the next. Yeah, level. John Barkley's been. We've been swapping a lot of messages recently, and he said he's keen to make the step up and and start presenting and move. Sort of, he didn't say leave you guys in his dust, but he he said leave you guys in his wake. Is what he said. Yeah, I mean, I think if he wants to end up presenting, he has to shave his beard. Because uh, Ross Harris, though, mm. weak chin. He's both got a of beard. Them. Weak yep. chins. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Mate. It's the mask, <sighs> isn't it? Yep. Hiding something there. Oh, oh, so anyway, yeah, I had to do that. And like, well done, oh, mate. <laughs> that is genuinely a big do. It well is. Done. It is. Well but like, but very, very good. It was. I wasn't meant to do it. I hadn't prepped to do it. So anything they got was a bonus. And honestly, it was so funny. I was using words like deliciously. And I, and like, I started off probably a bit stiff. Um, on camera, thank you. And you relax into it a little bit then. And I was like trying to over pronounce words and stuff. It is mouth watering. Um, you try you try and be too expressive. Yeah, at it deliciously yeah. heating up this game. I did a thing during the last World Cup, and they it was like. First of all, it was like, can you come as a co-commentator? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Thank you very much. Actually, Martin Bayfield isn't coming now so do you want to be England reporter as well I'm like oh my god yeah be awesome um, and it's like by the way can you be doing a pitch side hit which is a little you know a little chat pitch side but it's with like it's with George Regan and John Smith I think it was or Bank ba- whatever it was and one was with Ben and Ugo and you're right to present that I was like oh yeah cool I didn't realise I'm kind of doing presenting at that point yeah. um, but they were all pre-record or they were or it was no they weren't they were live but it was like just a couple of questions each and then back back to you guys one of them I had to throw to an interview and I didn't realize they had told me but I had basically not clicked that I had to throw to an interview with someone else that yeah. I had done earlier and so it's an interview that I did with Eddie Jones that I'm throwing to so they said right throw to your interview with Eddie and it caught me by surprise and I was like ah it's something along the lines of I can't remember I was like ah right I've just heard in my ear that I'm throwing to an interview I think that's what I'm doing I'm not sure what I'm doing but I think I did an interview earlier with somebody and here it is. <laughs> and it actually went down all right. People thought he's really funny. I was like, no, no, not not he's being funny. No, completely lost. Completely I lost. Had, I had um, the di- the director in my ear, um, David Murphy Murph, and I was making him call me Rambo for confidence. I said, no, don't call me Tom. <laughs> call me, I was making him call, call me Rambo. Um, and then obviously feeding me information in my ears and he's, They've they've obviously got interviews and there was the Stormers v the Bulls was the URC grand final one I call it because it's the first year of the URC and these four South Africa teams mm-hmm. um, included in and obviously the names aren't as familiar as they would be your Lencers your Glasgow's Ulsters um, Welsh regions not that they're ever going to get to a final but so there a lot of new names and. Um, he was going. He was going right. We throw to Salaman Morat and um, Damien Willemser, and 
he said this in the middle of a, a question. He said, "Right, throw to an interview there," and, and I, I couldn't hear him. And like, you can't, you haven't got, you can't say, "Can you repeat that?" Because you, your mic's live. So I said, "Right." Yeah. I think we've got an interview lined up now with Morat and Willemser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just threw it to that. Um, but the best bit was the start. They had a little video from Ross Harris to say that he was stuck in Bristol Airport and that. Yeah, that was good. That I saw need that. someone to someone tall, dark, handsome, intelligent. The dark bit threw me a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're tanned or no, see through. Like it's just well, it's I mean, it's sort of dark soul is what I presumed. If you're like a jellyfish like me, and yeah. I just turn around in my chair, and all I needed was like a, a cat to be stroking, and I went guilty. And then it went into a really lovely promo that Premier Sport had done about the two South African teams, which Matthew Pierce um, narrated. He was he was a commentator, and so was another South African commentator. But I can't quite. Was it Shimmy? Yeah, Shimmy. Yeah, great, 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 epic blokes they are. Yeah, epic blokes, a pair of them. I yep. don't know them well. They're but it's a difficult they name have to legendary pronounce. Legendary status, isn't it? I don't. But yeah, just Shimmy, isn't it? Yep. Shimmy and Matty. Um, they're I love them, mate. Yeah, they're brilliant together. So good, so good. So that was it. And then got a flight late flight back from Birmingham, eleven twenty p.m., which was delayed for forty minutes. So got into too much detail, but yeah, no, it's not. It's relevant. Got in Birmingham, taxi back then to my house. Um, at my house door at quarter four in the morning, opens the door, doesn't open. Oh no. There's a bolt across the top and the chain is on. So I give the door a nudge. Got like 16 and a half stone. Give it a little bit of a sink the hip like it's Ron Nogara. Bump it. The top bolt comes free, which is fine, but I've got the chain then. So I get my I get my like hand in the door, you know, and I can put half my face through it like Jack Nicholson. And I'm shouting and no one's waking up and banging no one's waking up and there for 15 minutes no one's waking up eventually then i think well i'll have to work the chain i've got i haven't got my car keys just got a house key so i'm working the chain I'm trying to bend the chain and i actually, I actually bend it off then and open the door you can imagine i was desperate for someone to wake up um my wife to um oh to God. vent out my frustration through oh fella that's all verbal torture but it wasn't actually That's her fault. Awful, it mate. wasn't actually her fault. She locked the door. She went to bed. The neighbor's kids were staying and one of the neighbor's kids put the lock and bolt across the door before they went to bed because they were just um, doing a sensible thing. They didn't realize. So I couldn't even shout at anyone. Oh, fella. That's awful. But there we are. I got in. So if you need anyone to break into your offices or house, I'm your man. That's- that's bloody awful, mate. Yep. I'm really sorry. But there we are. Right. Flatsy. We do said this was going to be a quick pod. We do said right, do URC quick. for me. Do it. Uh, well. By the way, I've had a few texts this week saying, what? messages on Instagram and so and Twitter saying, love the pod. Oh, we're not like people from other pods. We don't retweet all of the praise we get, but we're changing lives. Um, but this guy's, loads of people saying, because we, we mentioned it a couple of times, we love all the chat. Feel free to keep the rugby chat shorter if you want. Uh, the ramblings while we tune in. So this camp, we can do we can do three games in nine minutes if we want. Okay. <laughs> 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Right, Stormers, Bulls. Bulls started off really strongly. I'm doing a URC show tonight um, about 6 o'clock. Uh, unloaded, last one of the season. Bulls started off strongly. Uh, the driving more was really good. Stormers, um, lots of mistakes in the first half. I believe it was 7-3 or maybe 10-3 at half time. Nothing much went on. There was It was quite greasy. The weather looked good, but the pitch was greasy. And the, there were a lot of unforced errors, a lot of kicking. And neither team really able to to dominate. The Bulls dominated probably a little bit more up front. Um, they were really good with the likes of Kutsia, with the likes of Lowe. Um, two real big carrying forwards. Uh, and then the second half got so much better. Um, Evan Ruse, now he's in the South African squad. I'm not sure they would start him over Jasper Visa, but... He was really good. A couple of big runs. Didn't feature too much in the first half. A couple of big runs. Ends up getting a try as well. A really good carry with... You know when you think someone's... You've got someone and they're tackled before the line. But just that reach. The last reach had a massive... He's got massive wingspan. Gets his hand over the line. Scores a try. Um, gets him right back into it. and And then it was... Very close, really, through the majority of the game. There was a yellow card to Hendricks. So Hendricks gets a yellow card. And Andre this is Hugo, a lot of detail for three minutes. Andre Hugo Venter scores, which makes it 15-10. And then there was a, a drop kick by um, Manny Leboc, who is in line, I think, for the number two in South Africa. Pollard will be one, but Manny Leboc could be the number two. So Stormers won. Massive scenes. It was in Cape Town. It was at the DHL uh, Stadium. Jean de Villiers was there doing interviews after. Um, John Dobson looks like a brilliant coach. You know, you sometimes get coaches you just think, oh, I'd love to play for him, like Jurgen Klopp. I always think. Just is great. Um, I think John Dobson is massively up there. You know, people are talking about Steve Borthwick as well, but Dobbo's always, he's coming a few times on our URC and Lowe show. 
Great guy, mate. Great personality, great character. And he's led the Stormers to a victory. So, well done, the Stormers. Deserved it. Great stuff. Uh, Dion Fury was man of the match. He's in a South African squad, not been capped. Um, I think he's 35 years old. And some of his turnovers were epic in the match. One of the well, one of these players that always comes off the pitch with blood. He's got blood on yeah. him somewhere. Eye, lip, nose. Um, you look at him. Like think, Lewis ah, Moody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that type of player is where you think, ah, oh, yeah, warrior yeah. you are. Um, so there we are, mate. Talk to me about Saracens, Leicester. Well, look, final. Saracens were favourites. Correct. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. A couple of bits. World Rugby is now saying from the 1st of July, which is next Friday, mm-hmm. the uh, concussed players are going to have a 12-day layoff, is what I'm reading here, which means they'll probably miss the next game, which is big news. Um, also, um, Leinster scrum half uh, Nick McCarthy has come out, um, talked about his, publicly about his sexuality, which is bloody great. He's yep. out and the lads um, of embrace him obviously and they all love him and it's bloody great for him bloody great for the sport isn't that excellent because there's bound to be loads of men and women who haven't come out who are worried about it so that's going to bloody are. help and them he'd be a massive role model and yeah what a legend yeah well done completely. that man love it um the what we're talking about we're talking about the prem final so yeah. the prem final was you know it, it's one i'm always interested to read the match reports the next morning to see if it was a crap game but I enjoyed it anyway it's like the third Lions test or the Lions series I, I can under, I can understand oh, no, that it wasn't great quality but it was so tense that, it's better than that mate yeah fine but the tenseness and the closeness yeah. is what I don't know who's going to win that's the main thing really for me um, which is lucky because there wasn't a lot of anything else but Leicester's game plan give Saris nothing to hit all territory all territory starve Saracens of momentum kick kick kick, kick, kick. Kick the plastic off it. Amazing. George Ford injury didn't look pleasant. Freddie nope. Burns came on, played really well, dropped the goal. Amazing moment for him. He didn't think moments like that were ever going to come. It's, Love that. it's a beautiful thing. And he's a top bloke. And um, it's just, it's it's a lovely story for Leicester Tigers, for Borthwick. Fascinating to see if Leicester Tigers, and, and because of what's happened to Tom Youngs and indirectly okay, indirectly Ben Youngs as well, of course, it's an amazing thing to see Youngsy there, uh, as in Tom smiling with his kids and all his mates. It's bloody yeah. great. And he's, he, we, we've been criticised before for saying, great bloke, great bloke, great bloke on this pod. But Tom Young, there are just some very good blokes around. And Tom Youngs is just epic guy. Like everyone just adores him. And even though he was a bit of a rough house when he played, um, hell of a guy. So that, that was mega um brutal for Saris um but they were Borthwick really outdid them I think I realize he wasn't playing but his plan and the way the team he picked and the way they stuck to it says a huge amount about their coach a huge amount um and Jasper Visa for one was immense but I actually thought Billy was better Vunapoli was Billy was fantastic he's now going on tour because Don Brandt and Simmons are injured but um, Visa was immense but he's a different player from the player he was 18 months ago he's different he's not just leathering people he's mega work rate great power relentless they were relentless Thought they, they were fantastic um, so actually it, for, for the, from telly to, in telly terms it's a great story either way David um, but for, for finals, winning it like that for finals you often don't get the greatest games sometimes you do yeah. and it just unfold that way whether it be a turnover whether it be an intercept little instances sometimes happen which create amazing games but the majority of it like the Bull Stormers 
it's because it's so tense. There's so much pressure on. You know, teams yeah. don't care if they win three nil or if they win eighty nil or whatever yeah. the score is. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is winning that game somehow. So that's why when you do get big games like that, often you, you do, it doesn't replicate the form you've seen in the season because pressure's on, and it's yeah. winner takes all. So I get that. Um, and I like you, Flats. I was really happy for for Freddie Burns because because of he's taken a bit of flack in previous years. Well, hang on. He got caught. He got caught celebrating too early against Toulouse. He missed a key kick uh, for his team in Japan, didn't he? That could have yeah. like, won him the World United Nations, whatever it was. And it's like you know, as he said to me in a post match interview, I learned a few years ago not to celebrate too early, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and it, he's. You know, he's an interesting player because he's really talented. Bath just saw no value in him at all from what yep. I could tell. And I always wondered, like, you know, because they, they obviously had Reese Priestland, who's a hugely capable player, very experienced, brilliant um, builder of a score, brilliant point scorer and goal kicker and that sort of stuff. So you could absolutely understand why you repeatedly pick a guy like that. But I just used to think, is there no role mm. for someone like Freddie who can be so hard to play against? I realise as a coach, you want to pick the guy... And you, you sort of roughly know what he might do at any given time. <laughs> and Freddie can veer away from that a little bit. But I used to think, is there no role for him at all? Even if it's half an hour a week or a few more starts. Um, I completely understand why they repeatedly pick Reese Priestley. He's an excellent rugby player. That's not the point. It's just, it was more that he was just deleted. Freddie was just deleted at Bath. And I used to watch from the outside, admittedly, and think, you know, is... <sighs> I don't know, and and at, and at Leicester because George is away, George Ford's away a lot. He's just played, and they've just said, "We think, you know." I spoke to some of the Leicester lads at the weekend. We think you're a great bloke, and go out there and enjoy yourself. Stick to the plan, or we'll bin you, or you you won't play. But go and enjoy yourself, and if something's on, go for it, mate, and be yourself around the club. And that's part of Borthwick's genius is that he's not, as I said on Telly today, he's not life and soul in that sort of sense. He's brilliant company when you know him, amazing company, really, really funny, bright guy. But he's not breakdancing in the gym with his arse out. Do you know what I mean? And you need blokes like that. And that's what Fred does. He's just uh, basically a loosey-goosey in a professional environment. And that's great. Yeah. Like, I'm really pleased for him. The um, England Barbars game. I always think playing the Barbars is tough. It's always going to be tough because if they beat you, you're just going to get crucified. And if you win, you're just expected to win. And the Barbars, there's no pressure on them. They turn up, there's there's no pressure on whatsoever. They're just a team littered with stars, really. So if it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, you know, no one's really that bothered. I think it's good in terms of for future Barbarians games that, that they won. Because it yep. just it just means you you know they can they can keep this fixture or they can keep the barbarians alive because they're winning and people want to see that people don't want to see the barbarians getting hammered or or drummed in games. Um, but I also agree with Eddie Jones's press conference at the end. It is it's a bit of fun, you know. It's the barbars. You don't take it too seriously. You need the players to get some match fitness, and I suppose it's better playing a team like the Barbars in a stadium that's half full, three quarters full, than it would be to play a game against each other behind closed doors. Is my view on it. Yep. Yep. And 
it, you know, France, <laughs> sorry, not France, the Barbarians came to win. They take kick in the points, early doors. They built a performance, built a score. In the end, scored some wonderful tries. Yeah, there was some really um, good. Damien, um, Damien Panot. Yeah, I mean, he's a ripper. Isn't he? <sighs> I watched, you know, I watched him in training on Thursday and this is going to be, because I went up to the training. Yeah. This is going to, this could get me in trouble. That's so professional, well done. He dropped balls. He was throwing passes that, le- he threw a left-handed pass that like a five, four, five, six metre pass. Mm. Rubbish pass. Threw another pass that was rubbish. And you're kind of like, what are his core skills like? Gets to a test match rips it up rips, rips it, it like up. and you're like and he's not he's actually not that big he's not as big as i no. thought he's quite big but he's not that big but he plays big and plays aggressive i love him um but it was when he starts looking for work that's when it's good like when he starts cutting yeah. back inside and looking for space because yeah his pickup when he scored his try i think it was his second try he just ends up pulling away from marcus smith so his acceleration is brilliant his balance is amazing and I think his rugby intelligence is up there. Yeah, I I, I think he's fab. Um, but it was, I mean, there's stars everywhere. Mm. But 14 man, a 14 man yep. hung over after five piss-ups on the bounce. Mm-hmm. Beat England by fi- put 50 points on England at Twickenham. And it might not be an England, t- it's an England 15, whatever Eddie's, an England select 15, whatever it is. That is significant. And it doesn't mean they're going to go and lose to Australia because the team will look very, very different. It doesn't mean that at all. But that is an absolute hammering from people saying, oh, it's a scratch England team. Yes, it kind of is a scratch England team. But a lot of those guys have played together before. But also, they had proper time together to prepare. And the Barbarians were together for almost as long, or maybe even long. But they're on the piss. They've only had three proper training sessions. I was at one of them. And they barely got above three-quarter pace, mate. It was not... You and I could have done the training session easy, easy. It was that intensity, easy. Yeah. Yeah. And they smashed England at Twickenham. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what any... I'm not, I'm not saying like England are screwed and they're all terrible players. I'm not trying to be fatalistic about it. But it's like that... Dress it down all you... Play it down all you want. That is a serious beating. And what Fabian Gautier has done is genius. He says, yeah, I'll take that job. Sure. Here's a few quid. Doesn't really need that, but I'll take the few quid. I'll do that job. I'll bring in my coaches and I'm going to play all the lads I want to see play ahead of the tour and ultimately ahead of the World Cup. I'm going to play all those lads and I'm going to stick Cruiser in because he's a legend and it's his last game. And he's good at and it's against his old team. And also he's going to run our line out for us, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. And it was brilliantly done by him. So at training, they're all dicking around till training starts. Training wasn't intense, but it was serious. Gautier was not laughing. He was not mucking around. He had a plan. And... Right, they put a plan together that smashed England to bits, and they put it together in three fifty percent, fifty to seventy-five percent training sessions with limited contact. Mm. Like that ain't good. <laughs> it just, however you look at it, it ain't good. Do you know, um, but you know when you were talking then, right? And I was like agreeing with you what you were saying. I was going, mm, mm, yeah. Mm, what mm. you do? Don't do that when you're presenting. Apparently, no. <laughs> no, they don't like it. No, they don't like it. <laughs> Jim Hamilton was texting me saying, 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 he kept saying, yeah, yeah, because you're trying to stay involved in the conversation, but you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, in, in when you're presenting is one thing, but also when you're commentating or if you're doing like, yeah, into what, what it means is they can't, they can't use the interviews as easily for anything else, like a highlights package or anything like that, because 
they don't want to do, put all the questions and all the answers. They want it to be shorter. So they just put the answers in, but you're going, mm, yeah, yeah. So when you do pre and post-match interviews, they're like, when the interviewee is talking, don't make a single sound because then yeah. if all you do is show Steve, Eddie Jones's answer and there's a, mm, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. You see what I mean? Yep. Could have told no, you me know. that. Yeah, now I know. You're a TV presenter, mate, not me. Um, but George Cruz played really well, the back healing, the kicks. Yeah. I, you know, I did think to myself, oh, is there any part of him that's thinking, oh, I'm taking the piss out of my mates, but I absolutely back what he did. I think it's great fun. It's the bar bars. I don't think any of the England lads will think anything of him other than great things because he's just a, he's a legend and he's just lovely company, bright guy and not inappropriate in any way. So I thought it was great. It was, uh, I mean, ultimately it's a humiliation for England, isn't it, that they'll try and delete, but there are some top boys back, like, you know, Johnny Hill. Oh, there's loads, mate. None of the Premiership boys uh, who were involved in the no. final were playing. No, but I mean, so. there's some good lads playing again is what I mean. Like, Johnny Hill was moving real nice and Danny Kerr he hasn't, back he hasn't in. played for a bit and Danny Kerr back in. Interesting, like, the England squad's announced and Billy Vinopola's now going on tour and that's that's great and Mako's back in, which is great. So, Joe Marler's not going, which yep. is interesting to me. Um, whether that's form or he wants to stay at home, but I did hear someone say the other day on the telly or no, an interview that Joe Myler had said he was absolutely available. But I, I sort of think I could be wrong, of course, but I sort of think you're taking, you're taking Joe to the world cup. Like you're, you're, you're absolutely taking Joe Myler to the world cup. I mean, look back to the last world cup final. Imagine not having him there, you know, okay. It didn't go well, but it wouldn't have got a lot worse if they didn't have him to come off the bench. Cause he shored it up big style. So, so Joe Myler will, I, I'd be very, I'd be very surprised. Need him if in the World Cup squad, so you don't lose too heavily in a final. No, it's in oh. case you come up against a beastly scrum, okay. because he's the best England have got. So he's he's your scrum option, and he does other. He defends brilliantly as well, but he's a scrum option. Whereas Mako's a baller. Yeah, Genji's Genji's very good in the scrum, but Genji's Genji's your guy. Like he's a guy, but he's an unbelievable carrier, inspirational ball carrier, and Marla is set piece defence. They're his specialties really. So. I think he's, but I, I, they're not going to learn a huge amount about him in Oz. He plays loads of minutes for Quinns this year. So mm. maybe it's that. But interesting omissions to me Ben Earl not going on the England tour. It's player like the, Premiership Player of the Season, yep. hat trick in the semi final. Immense rugby player, immense ball carrier and defender. Mm. Like amazing. But as my mate this morning goes, how on earth have they left Ben Earl out? I was like, that is a great question. But you then have to think, well, leave Lewis Ludlam out. We can't, mate. Like, I mean, I, I, it's it's as difficult to leave him out as it is to leave Ben Earl out. I've watched all the games, and Lewis Ludlam has been like ripping it up. Yeah. And all right, leave Jack Willis out. Yeah, but nobody nicks ball like Jack Willis. Like nobody. Um, and that's really important. You're like, okay, I see that. Sam Underhill. There's no better man stopper in the English game. Can you I was going to say you you like had a little dig at me for talking too much rugby, and now. Look I know. Had a co- it's got that coffee. Autopilot. Sorry. Uh, you've been yeah, locked in a room finish. all morning, have you? Anyway, no Ben Earl not going is big. Being and solitary. Alex Mitchell not going at scrum half for me is, I really, really didn't expect that. I really did not expect that. Danny Kerr, love. Um, Harry Randall, I love when he's on form. Really hard work. I am really surprised that Alex Mitchell is not on that trip because if Danny Kerr has been the best scrum half, then he's about, three quarters of a hair's breadth ahead of Alex Mitchell this year, who's been fantastic. So that surprises me. But there's always going to be the odd one, boy. Okay. Oh, there's another one. Oh, George God. McGuigan, the hooker, not going. He must be injured. Anyone else you want to name? 
he's been the best hooker in the league this year. Don't watch Spiderhead on Netflix. What's Wait, that? No, it's, a, it's number one at the moment, but I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it, mate. It's a it's crap. Not, it's not worth it. Chris Hens, uh, Hemsworth stars in it, and that that didn't enjoy. It. I like Chris Hemsworth, but a bit weird um, and not great reviews. Apparently Sherwood's really good on BBC. I yeah, I've got that download, so I'll watch that. There's a, also a documentary about the Falklands uh, on BBC iPlayer. I need you to watch that. It's... Uh, apparently Three Days in June is a brilliant book to read, apparently, okay. about that. Apparently, it, well, a few people told me last week it's amazing. I it's read uh, the memoirs of Admiral Sandy Woodward, who was in charge of... Is that Clive's dad? The, uh, the Falklands War. Okay. Um, he was on one of the... Uh, ships, one of the battleships, and okay. I can't remember, it was something like a hundred and something days. It's called, which was how long the war lasted. It was really good, um, really interesting. Okay. Right, I um, um, wish me way, luck now. Wish me luck now, because I'm off to La Manga tomorrow. Good luck, boy, and we're not doing another pod for, a, for the rest for the forever until next season, probably. So, um, are we? No, so, I doubt probably it. not. So, we love you all, and wish me luck in Australia, please. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Have a, I'll be watching. So. Make sure you perform. Don't mess it up. I have and, to tell um, you before I yeah. go, have you ordered or cooked the butterfly chicken legs from Field and Flower yet? Nope. Make sure you do. Okay. And they're at Lamb Riblets. Make sure you do. All right. I'm also downloading all the series of Bought the Boys oh, I like to it. take with me to Oz. You Am I going to regret it? Homelander, you won't regret it. Homelander? Yeah, you are. That's who you are. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Logan Roy. Yeah, and a mix between Logan Roy and Homelander. All right. Narcissist. See you later, mate. Have a good one. (laughs) (laughs) You bell. Cheers, boy. Bye, mate. Good luck. Bon summer, everyone. Bon ete. Ta-ra. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.